Former Nick Obi Toppin had a sit-down interview recently with the New York Post Stefan Bondi. And in that exclusive interview, he revealed what it was like playing under Tom Thibodeau and developing under Thibs. Which in his case, he basically said it was very difficult for him to play under Tom Thibodeau and develop. We're going to break down exactly what he said and so much more today. So be sure you're subscribed to the channel and have notifications turned on so you never miss a second of any of the new content. And now, let's get started. Obi Toppin recently spoke about difficulties developing under Tom Thibodeau. This is not a surprise at all to me. Rookies having a hard time developing under Tom Thibodeau? Not getting enough playing time? You're kidding me. It's hard to develop under Thibs? No surprise or shock to me. But when Obi Toppin is the one saying it, when he's the one speaking up on it, you have to hear what he's saying and you have to take it for what it is because he just played for the New York Knicks. So whatever he's saying is the recent memory of how Tom Thibodeau is treating players today in this day and age. So let's see exactly what he said. It's definitely super hard. That's what Toppin said when addressing playing for Tom Thibodeau and trying to develop under Thibs. For me, being in the game, being in live games, it's easier to say you can mess up on something and get better from it than it would be in practice. If you don't play, you don't get through your mistakes and you don't learn. You're like, okay, damn, I'm coming out if I'm making a mistake. That's definitely super hard for me personally, I would say. Then he speaks on the following regarding his time in Indiana and what the difference is. Toppin said he's already feeling a different vibe in Indiana. I ain't got to worry about that here. Speaking about the fact on if he makes a mistake, he's getting pulled. I can learn from mistakes. I can get better. I feel like I can take my game to another level. That is quite the statement. From former Nick and now, of course, current Indiana Pacers star, Obi Toppin. Him saying that about Tom Thibodeau and his coaching style definitely speaks volumes and says a lot. Because we've all heard it, we've all seen it. But to hear a former player who just got out of his system say it definitely is important. So what about other young players, other young rookies around the league who are hearing what Obi Toppin is saying right now? Do you want to play for Tom Thibodeau? Are you excited to be traded to the Knicks if you're that type of player? I would argue you're not. I would even argue that if you're on the roster right now as a two-way player, or if you've actually made the roster, or you're the 12th or 13th man, you're likely not looking at yourself in a position to make an impact on the team and showcase what you can do because you play for Tom Thibodeau. And if you're playing for Thibs and you're a rookie and you have such a short lease where if you make a mistake, small or big, you're going to get pulled and you're not going to be able to see any more time for an extended period of time. That's going to affect your development. It's going to affect your style of play and it's going to affect what you do in the game because you're going to be so jumpy and so cautious. You're going to be fearful to not make a mistake that oftentimes you're going to find yourself making more mistakes. You can't learn in that environment. It is too difficult, especially when you're playing behind somebody in Julius Randle, who's going to take most of the minutes anyways. So if you're telling me you have this many minutes 
and then you can't make a mistake because if you do, this many minutes goes to this many minutes, how can you develop? How can you thrive? How can you be better as an NBA player? And as a coaching staff with Tom Thibodeau, I think you owe it to a player to help him get better. It's not only on the player. It is to some degree, but not only. It's also on the coaching staff. What about this little question here? How come Josh Hart and Julius Randle are sharing the court at times? Nick's clearly playing small ball under Tom Thibodeau, but you couldn't do that with Obi Toppin. And I'm not saying that Josh Hart is a bad defender, but in the last few games, has his defense been otherworldly? Has it been amazing? I don't think so. So if you're comfortable in doing it now, why couldn't you do that when Obi Toppin was here, giving him a couple of more minutes in a position of need because newsflash, guys, Josh Hart is not a power forward. We actually need a backup power forward and we have none. And you know what we're doing? We're taking somebody out of position and putting him at a position of need because we refuse to add anybody and play them 10 to 12 minutes behind Randall. Somebody who can actually play that position to allow Josh Hart to comfortably play his position where he can rebound, where he can go coast to coast, where he can go up against defenders his size, which he is stronger than and sometimes plays bigger than. You lose that when you stretch him to that four position. That's just my opinion on it, and I've seen enough on it. And clearly, Obi Toppin, speaking this way, has seen enough on it with the New York Knicks and is so happy thriving with the Indiana Pacers, where he's clearly saying that he doesn't have to worry about being pulled. He can make mistakes and more mistakes and more mistakes and stay in the game and learn. And he's happy about that. Not only is that praising Indiana and what they're doing and their coaching staff, it's a knock to Tom Thibodeau and his coaching staff for not being able to offer Obi Toppin those same type of opportunities when he was a New York Knick. And I think it's okay for him to speak out about this because the Knicks shouldn't have allowed an environment to exist where Obi Toppin could say this stuff. They should have cultivated his talent a little bit more and brought him along a little bit better. I think very much so. Everybody can see it. The Knicks did not develop Obi Toppin in the right way. They made him a more 3 and D type of person. And he couldn't play defense well enough in that role, so he got pulled. And he couldn't shoot well enough in that role to make him stay on the floor long enough. They didn't utilize what he could do well enough when he came into the league. They didn't maximize it enough and didn't develop him in the other areas of his game they needed him in in order to be that player that could be an impact for the Knicks. And I think that's where they lost the entire case of Obi Toppin. And if he becomes a way better player for Indiana, probably not this year, but maybe next year or the year after that, the Knicks are going to look at this trade and they're going to think to themselves, they shot themselves in the foot trading away a player that they could have retained that could have helped them, but instead thought that they couldn't get anything else better out of him. And honestly, I think that's what hurts as a fan the most, that we really didn't bring Obi Toppin along like we could have. And if another team does that, it is really going to hurt for the entire fan base and definitely for the New York Knicks. Julius Randle continues to make history for the Knicks 
if you didn't know, Julius Randle has been taking on a more pass-first approach. I'm not saying he's not scoring more. He is definitely looking for his shot, trying to score. But he's looking to set up his teammates a lot more, trying to find them a lot more when they're cutting, when they're open for three. You can see him sacrificing his own shots and giving them up to his other teammates. And you gotta love that if you're a New York Knicks fan and you've been wanting to see this from Julius Randle for years. Because this style of play that Julius Randle is doing right now for me is different and it's gonna make the Knicks different. Especially when they have everything clicking. That's probably gonna happen a few games down the road this season. I hope it happens sooner than that. But just knowing the Knicks and what I saw last year, it took them a few games to gel together. And I think that's going to happen again this year. But let's look at the little piece of history that Julius Randle is adding to his Nick legacy. Julius Randle has passed Carmelo Anthony for 24th on the Knicks all-time assist list. Julius Randle now has 1,328 assists. That is an unbelievable amount of assists to have in a few years with the New York Knicks. It's telling you one thing, folks. He is passing the ball as a New York Knick. But the difference this year with his passing versus any other year is I feel like this year he is playmaking more than passing. Last year, he was passing to get the ball out of his hands because the shot clock was expiring and he was getting double teamed and he needed to just get the ball to anybody. He was not setting up his teammates. And that sometimes can hurt your teammates, can hurt the Knicks as a team. This year... He is looking for players. He is drawing attention. And once he draws the attention, he is making the smart pass to the open player or the cutting player to get an easy two or three pointer. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve criticism. You can criticize him. He does deserve it in some areas. Absolutely. But one area he doesn't is the fact that he is looking for his teammates more. He is more of a willing passer but more of a playmaker this year in the first few games that we've seen him play with this Knicks team. And I really appreciate that from Randall. It's going to help this Knicks team get to that next level if and when they start gelling together. And I hope it happens sooner rather than later. But what about you guys? What do you think about this accomplishment from Julius Randall? But also, what do you think about the New York Knicks and what they're going to do in the Eastern Conference this year? Are you happy with their performance? Are you upset with it? Do you think they can thrive if Randall takes on a pass-first role? Let me know in the comments below because honestly, guys, I would love to hear from you. That's going to do it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, go ahead and smash that like button. Leave a comment below. And of course, guys, please subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace.